Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Spitfire Airsoft, the podcast where we talk about all things Airsoft, what's going on in the community, new products coming out, any tips I might be able to give or any questions you all might have. Um, to start things off, this is the first episode as an introduction. Uh, my name is Jose. I've been playing Airsoft for around four and a half years. Um, you know, I started off as a cheap gun on Evike, a cyber gun, and now I'm running, you know, Scorpion Evo, um, uh, Wolverine Bolt, VSR, and, you know, I'll cover all my kit uh, in later podcasts, but basically what this podcast is going to be is, you know, first I'm going to start off with the basics, which is what this episode is going to pertain to, and then later on I'm going to go into um, specifics like, you know, new products coming out, the yourself scene, you know, controversies, um, heck, even, you know, tips and tricks for airsoft sniping, which is my, my main thing, or, you know, pros between AGs and gas guns and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, first, you know, to get right into the meat, meat of this episode, we're going to go over uh, airsoft and how to start it. So, you've probably seen those cool videos of Navarich with the sniper rifle, or Dutch the Hooligan, you know, with his Umbrella Armory's M4. And while, you know, it can definitely be like that, you know, I've, I, I've had times, like just last week, I rode in the back of a military Humvee with a squad of guys, um, singing along tunes after a hot day, you know, just riding through the, the field, you know, it's great, you know. Um, but you have to understand that, first of all, that's not everyone's experience all the time. There are memorable experiences, definitely you know there's really enjoyable moments but it's not going to be all the time 100% like those YouTube videos you know or like those highlight clips that you see you know sometimes it's going to be you know hot days you know walking um, sometimes your gun is going to work you know sometimes you might get injured or there might not be any action going on um, so I think what every person needs to know you know if you want to get into airsofting is that you know, you gotta you gotta be there for the ups and for the downs, um, and you gotta understand that it's not some hyper realism military shooter, you know, like you you expect it to be. It's a fun game, but at the end of the day, you know, it's a sport and it's a hobby. Um, so uh, now that we've established that, so where where are we gonna start? Um, is you know deciding what you want your first airsoft gonna be. Um, don't do what I did and straight out just buy one out of nowhere. Um, just decide, you know what, I'm going to go to an airsoft field and I'm going to bring my own gun and I'm going to have fun. Because most of the time, you're not going to know what the hell is going on. Like, I ran an M4 without a hop-up for, you know, a year or two. So, um, you know, do your research first. And by doing research, that actually also includes hands-on, you know, experience with the weapon. And that's why for your first airsoft game, I do recommend that either you A, you uh, rent a field, rent, rent a, a gun from your local field, or you um, or you just borrow one from a friend, you know? Um, I have a couple friends that I'm going to take in, in two weeks to go airsofting here at D14 in Sanger. Um, and I'm going to lend them, you know, my M4s and my AKs and my MP7. So they're going to have, you know, a good mix of, of different types of weapons they could use. Um, and it's not going to cost them, you know, a lot of money. Because what I did is I bought an M4 for 150 bucks cyber gun, and I fucking hated it. 
um, after a year or so, you know, buy something that's good, it's reliable, and so that's sort of where we're going to uh, start off with. Um, you know, once you go to the field, you, you have to establish that you actually like it, you know, um, if, if it's hot, if it's cold, uh, day, probably not night, um, you know, whatever the case, that it's something that pertains to you, you like it, so you've got it to the field, you've tried it out, so now yeah, you're thinking about purchasing a gun. What's your budget looking like? You know, what's what's the whole thing gonna gonna cost you? What's gonna run you? What options do you have? So, um, I've actually have a list here put together. Um, the most important thing out of all of this, out of every single thing you can bring to your soft field, is the glasses. Um, you want to make sure that they're um, you know able to protect you against um you know bbs um and so what you want to look out for when you're looking for uh protective goggles is the ansiz 87 um uh, safety rating what that's going to do is it it makes sure that even you know those beefy snipers will have a tough time if not an impossible time to penetrate through your goggles and out of everything out of this sport, safety is the most important thing. You want to make sure you get ANSI approved goggles. Um, you know, if you know anyone who goes airsofting, you know, they can pretty sure they have a couple pairs that they can give you or you can buy off them or just look on, um, you know, Evike or Airsoft GI, Airsoft Megastore. Um, and those as well, those are going to be your, your main go-to um, Retailers for airsoft guns, uh, airsoft GI, Evike, Evike's the biggest one, and airsoft megastore. Those are like the three big giants. There's other ones, of course, you know, uh, but as far as like if you think of like Walmart, Target, um, Amazon, eBay, like Evike is basically the Amazon for airsoft. Um, try not to buy guns on on Amazon. Try not to buy gear on Amazon, just because a lot of the stuff is you know um, not what we say quality you know it's probably like some super unknown brand that you know their guns might not be as good or their glasses might not be as safe and then one final thing on the glasses note is for the safety glasses um, try to avoid <laughs> and most of the community knows this by now try to avoid Lancer tactical uh, glasses as well as any type of mesh uh, eye protection. The reason uh, I mentioned not to wear mesh eye protection, um, so for example, some of those really cool like payday type full face masks or whatever that are mesh, sometimes when BBs hit, either A, the mesh won't be strong enough and it'll actually break through the mesh eventually, or B, the BB will split apart and it'll go through the mesh um, holes and it'll, you know, screw up your face on the other side. So you really want to make sure that um, that you take care of yourself, take care of your eyes. It's the most important thing. You want to get two of them and get something that's a NS ANSI approved um, for airsoft, you know, glass or plastic, you know, polymer. Um, that's the biggest thing as well as Lancer Tactical, the brand, they had a huge controversy they're really big they're a really big brand for like starters um for guys people 
just getting into the game. Natural Tactical makes sure that they market themselves to those kind of people, but at the same time, um, for a while they did used to advertise glasses that weren't approved for Airsoft. So, you know, they got in they got into a big lawsuit over that and they pulled that product and, you know, potentially a lot of people were in harm's way because of that. So try to avoid that brand and we'll get into that brand later on um, in this video, um, this video, this podcast. I'm, I'm used to making YouTube videos, man. Um, so biggest thing is the glasses. OK, can't stress that enough. Um, and then next would be your clothing as well. Um, that isn't as important I find that that makes your first experience a lot more comfortable you know if you go in jeans and stuff and you know some like a polo t-shirt like you're gonna it's gonna be rough because if it's hot or you're sweating you're moving you know you don't go outside and and play basketball or soccer you know in dress pants so um, you know dress appropriately um, what I did is uh, I went to a local uh, thrift store or secondhand store and I found you know old uh, army ACUs and then later I got some BDUs because I don't like the ACU camo um, you know some just some military clothes or anything loose that'll fit you you know some cargo pants you know those are always great um, and they're really cheap at thrift stores I got my pants for like uh, eight bucks and then I got a, a you know loose t-shirt that was camo ish um, for like another six I ended up getting another military jacket later for like um, I don't know, $8, you know, it's really, really cheap stuff. Um, and some of the stuff will last you a lifetime. Uh, my, my second pair of army pants that I bought from the thrift store, I'm still using them to this day. I've had them for like a year or two. Um, so I, know, I really recommend those boots as well. If you've got boots, I do recommend them. You know, we, depending on the field, sometimes there's a chance you can step on nails, on rocks, you know, um, the, the field I play that is, has, uh, very thick forested areas there's a chance for snakes you know and and ants and chiggers and you know all kinds of stuff so just make sure that um you know you're really uh protecting your body out there from the heat and from the environment um a baseball hat baseball hat goes a long way as well um you know i don't ever play without one just because the fucking the sun always beats on you um it's relentless and never lets you go so you know, at least to counteract it a little um you know, wear a hat. Uh, and then lastly, what everyone's been waiting for is your rifle. Um, so everyone's wants to, you know, be able to shoot at a thousand meters with a BB. Um, that's not going to be like that for your starter gun, unless you got money to blow on this hobby. Um, and as well, you don't want to spend anything less than one, uh, one fifty. Um, and the reason I say this is because you definitely get your money's worth. If you go for a cheaper option, you're definitely going to feel it compared to the guys who spend 50 more bucks than you made a smarter decision on their brand or on their model, and they can shoot twice as far as you. Um, you're paying, you're, you're getting what you're paying for, as well as the performance is based on the rifle you get. Um, so as far as, as rifles goes, now, we're, now that we're on the topic, um, you know, models. Um, I personally recommend that when people start, they use M4s. Now, I started on an M4, like a month later, I got a sniper. Um, they were both terrible options because I didn't know what I was doing, but um, I do recommend M4s. Um, 
So here are a couple brands you can get. Uh, G&G is a good brand, and they make uh, combat machines models. That's the G&G combat machines. Those are really good. Um, you know, the whole gun is solid. The internals and externals are great. You know, they, they won't break unless you get what's called a lemon, which is guns that, um, unfortunately, like, are defective. You can always return those and get a, a decent gun. Um, the combat machines are great. They'll run you around 200 bucks. You can sometimes find them for cheaper, sometimes find them just a little bit more expensive, but they're usually around 200 bucks. I do recommend those for um, um, for starter guns because they're great. They're great out-of-box performance. They're amazing to, to upgrade on, um, but the biggest thing is they're good guns for the price range. Um, so another brand is uh, ICS. Uh, their M4s are really good, um, and then those have a little bit more of a space to upgrade. Um, you know, they have a, a what's called a two-piece gearbox, so you can swap upper and lower receivers. Um, and you know, in case you want to run like a DMR one day and an SMG the other day, um, that's really good for that. Um, but they can sometimes be uh, a little bit more expensive. Um, but again, it, it depends on the on the rifle you get. You know, for example, if you want a, a GNG combat machine and you want like the four rail system on the front, it'll cost more than an ICS M4, uh, like the Sportline, which is like running you like 170 compared to like the 200 for the GNG combat machine. Um, you know, uh, but ICS is a really good brand. Um, you know, and as well, if you have a good brand, usually most of their weapons will be. Uh, of the same quality as all their other products. So then you can decide, you know, what do I want for a starter gun look? Do I want this look? Do I want that look? Like part of this this um this sport, this hobby is to have something that's eye candy. So um feel free to, you know, as long as you get a good brand um and you have heard that it's a decent model, then don't feel bad about choosing it because of its looks. Um and then you have other brands like WeTech, uh, GNP is also really good, um, but let's say maybe you don't want, um, um, you know, uh, M4. Maybe you want, you know, a little bit more, you know, aggressive. So let's do an AK. So, and by the way, um, the M4s, they all come, they come in all shapes and sizes. You can get them in a small, um, like SMG type look. You can get them like in a long DMR style. You know, there's tons of stuff. And the reason they recommend M4s, people, everyone recommends M4s for starter guns, is because you can upgrade them later. They're easy to disassemble. There's so many videos on on them on how to tech them. If something is wrong, it's easy to diagnose instead of just like some obscure gun that only one person has bought and no one has made videos on. Um, and then, so let's say you want, um, maybe you don't want an M4, it's not your type of thing. You can go with, um, excuse me, with AKs. Um, and AKs will perform just as well as M4s. Um, uh, a good brand is the SEMA. Those guns, um, especially for the budget, those are really good. And also those are usually, they can be usually cheaper. Um, just because um you know it's it's and similar to you know real life you know AKs is usually cheaper same type of thing with um with AKs um in airsoft so um 
like if you want something that is you know feels similar to the real thing like full metal with wood on it i do recommend the sema uh cm 048 the way sema guns work is their naming scheme is the c is called cm0 and then two other numbers so that's how you specifically find uh, uh an ak model that you want is that's the naming scheme for the ak's um, that's really good and if you want if you wanted something a little shorter the SEMA CM035 uh, AK-74U is, you know, better for more compact areas. Um, and, you know, if, if they're sold out in specific stores, you know, look around. You know, maybe, heck, maybe your local shop uh, might have them in stock. Maybe Evike doesn't have them, but Airsoft GI does. You know, just look around. Look for cheaper prices as well. Um, and... Um, that really covers it for your main primary. Uh, make sure that you buy um, batteries for them. Um, I'll be doing a podcast on on batteries uh, future episode, um, but we're gonna put a pin on that for now. Make sure you have batteries. Make sure you have mags for them, either a high cap or a mid cap. High caps usually better for starting off. They can hold like you know 300 rounds, and all you have to do is wind them whenever you run out of let's say 45 per wind. Um, and it's way easier to, to carry one or just two mags of high caps instead of like five or six mid caps, you know? Um, mid caps usually feed better, but then that's where you're getting into performance over um, ease of access or budget, you know? So um, so that's it for um, your primary weapon. We've covered uh, what to wear. Uh, and now we're getting into, um, you know, pistol guides. Um, Get a primary before you get a pistol, please. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard a lot of people asking, is this great for a starter gun? And they give me like, they should have like an M9 uh, handgun or like an M1911. I'm like, no, because those will usually have way less range. Um, but, you know, to his own, you know, if you want to start with a pistol, go for it. Like I when people say they want to start off with a sniper, I sort of almost started off with a sniper. Um, but I do understand like the risks that not starting off with a main assault rifle, like the risk that pertains to that. Um, so um, for starting pistols, let's say you already have your primary and you want like a secondary because some fields won't allow you to shoot at people cl from close range unless you have a pistol and you have to shoot them with a the pistol. So sometimes you do need the pistol if you want to clear buildings or something. Um, KJW high kappas are really good. They're really customizable and they're like a hundred bucks. Uh, they're based on, so high kappas are basically M1911s. That's what those are, um, but they're insanely um, customizable. And then uh, what you can also do is um, you can buy them with, uh, for CO2 or green gas. I do recommend green gas just because it's, it's um, a lot less expensive, I think over long term but you know maybe you like co2 better maybe you have co2 cartridges from god knows where feel free to um to to get a pistol with co2 co2 um electric pistols i mean sorry i'm sorry um electric pistols are i really don't recommend those those are like the amazon cheapos please don't get those those will break the moment you look at them wrong get something just like just like assault rifles, you get what you pay for. Um, 
and if you just you're super on a budget and you have like no money at all um, but you really need a pistol because you know airsoft what I do recommend for extreme budget is the Umarex H&K uh, USP um, it's a CO2 it's non blowback so you're not gonna get the super cool feeling of you know the slide pulling back but it's like 40 bucks so if you needed needed for sure a pistol that one will work for you um, but I do recommend you know a high cap to start off um, and that's really it for this episode um, I just wanted to go over um, knowing about the sport actually trying it out before you buy into it what to buy when you get into it and all the small stuff you might need make sure you get BBs make sure you get speed loaders uh, make sure you have good clothes good boots make sure you have a field to go in don't just play in your backyard because that might be really dangerous I started off doing that way way back before I got my uh, electric M4 with some cheapo springs spring guns and god dang like <laughs> I I didn't get injured but if I knew the potential dangers, I definitely would not have done that. Please always wear eye protection when shooting any type of um, projectile out of a weapon. <laughs> and just generally be careful, be respectful. Um, when you're holding a gun, don't put your finger in the trigger. You know, keep it outside. You know, treat it as a loaded gun. Don't point it at anyone that you don't need to be pointing it at. And just be mindful of your surroundings. Um, and that's going to wrap up. Uh, this podcast um, I'm hoping to get a podcast out every Saturday um, you know just to, to keep a consistent schedule to keep people uh, listening um, in the next podcast we're going to be covering uh, uh, nickel metal hydride batteries uh, lipo batteries um, you know gas uh, co2 um, HPA and AEG rifles Um and yeah, so thank you so much for listening. Um, this is Jose from Spitfire Airsoft. I hope you have a, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope that people call their hits and that you don't dehydrate. So um, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later. Thanks.